Hello, hello. We are back. Took a little break. We took a little tiny break mm-hmm. because we're two busy human beings. Yes. <laughs> and now we're here. It's funny. We talked about it on one episode. Where we were like, oh, September's nonstop. And then guess what? September was nonstop. Look at that. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. But we're back. We missed you guys. Yeah, we hope we, you missed us. We list, We missed talking into your ear holes. Na, 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 na. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you miss that? Yeah, but we're back. We are. I know. It has been a while. I think your mom mentioned an episode. Mm-hmm. And because it was just so long since we recorded, I was like, wait. What episode? Right? <laughs> and now, like, getting back into the swing of it, I'm like, oh, yes, that's right. We do this thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels good to be back. Yeah. Um, How was your birthday? Your birthday was yesterday. My birthday was yesterday. <laughs> um, My birthday was awesome. So the actual day was super low-key, um, which is what I wanted. I had work during the day. Um, and then I just had dinner at home with my parents and Nico ended up surprising me. It's actually pretty funny. My dad got out of work early and then was like, which was a surprise. Uh, he usually gets out of work a little bit later. So he got out of work early. So that way he can come home. We could all have dinner together. And he like comes inside and I'm like, what? You're here. You're home so early. And he's like, yeah. He goes, I just gotta go to the car real quick. He's like, I need to get something. Uh, one last birthday present and he's like look that way and close your eyes i'm like you're so dramatic like that's absolutely (laughs) where i get it from but i'm like okay fine and then i and then i even joked thinking i would be completely wrong and i was like is it nico and jess and then all of a sudden nico like jumps in the house like bitch how you knew Uh, um yeah so sadly jess was busy working and she couldn't come but it was so nice to have nico there i was not expecting it um yeah it was just such a nice low-key day I feel like we had our big celebration two weeks ago, which yes, was part of the did. reason why we didn't record. Um, it was amazing. It was so much fun. For anyone who doesn't know, um, if you follow me on Instagram, I feel like it's all I've been posting. But I don't give a fuck. It was amazing. <laughs> um, so basically, Nico and I, are we're five years apart, but our birthdays are also two weeks apart. And so every five years for our big birthday, we celebrate our birthdays together. So when he was turning 20 and I was turning 25, we went to Pennsylvania with our friends Bobby and Matt and we went to like a lumberjack festival. We went skydiving. And then five years later, when he was turning 25 and I was turning 30, a whole group of us went to New Orleans and had like Mm -hmm. a weekend away. And so this time he was turning 30. I was turning 35. Originally, we were going to go to Punta Cana. COVID numbers started spiking all over again. It started to get really expensive. So then we just canceled that trip and we decided to go to the Poconos. Um... But we ended up having, there was 14 of us. Obviously, you and Harold were there. Yes, we were. Um, and we kind of went into it wanting fun, but also wanting, like, relaxation. Mm-hmm. And I think we got the perfect balance of it all. Like, we got there on Thursday. We left on Sunday. We hired a chef to cook our dinners on Friday and Saturday, which was super helpful because then I didn't have to stress out about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was amazing. We played so many games. We played charades. We played trivia. We played, like, all of this stuff. But the whole time, we had Marvel movies in the background. At mm-hmm. one point, we had Twilight in the background um, just playing. <laughs> uh, we ate a ton I feel like so many people got to take naps. We went on a walk. Like, it was the perfect mix of just like you get up when you get up and you eat and you drink and you play games or you take a nap or you read your book and you hang out, go to bed, do it again the next day. It was literally perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. It was the perfect balance between like celebration and relaxation, like you just said. Yeah. I think we had talked about this already, but I think what really helped seal the deal and I said it to her and we've already talked about it, but like Liz, um, who was obviously there, she's like my wife, um, <laughs> she was really adamant about carving out time for herself too, like from the very beginning of the trip. Mm-hmm. And so after that first night, like the next morning, we're all like making coffee and stuff. And she's like, all right, I'm going to go for a run. And I think that like just in that moment, I could have been saying it till I was blue in the face, but I think having people see her 
be like, oh, yes, we're all here together, but I'm going to take this time for myself right now. Everyone mm-hmm. else was like, oh, we can really do that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then I think that that helps, you know, A, that's just who she is. And she knows that, like, you know, it's good for her to carve out her time for herself, which is amazing. But I think that in her doing it and all of us saying it, it really reminded people like you can kind of just take your time to yourself. No one here is going to get offended. Yeah. You know, it's like it's all family. Um and I think that that helps because usually coming back from a trip like that, we're all always drained mm-hmm. and we're exhausted and we need like days to recover. And I came back from that trip on such a high. I was tired as fuck. I did too. And that's like, usually not the case. Like when I'm around a lot of human beings, mm-hmm. I usually just like get drained because of all the human beings that I'm around. But mm. I came back so just like grateful that you're my friends <laughs> and like grateful that I was able to step away when I needed to mm-hmm. like just like take a nap yeah. and then just like come back out and be like, hey, guys, I'm alive. <laughs> it was, Yeah, it was awesome. And everyone was like, huh, welcome back. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Such a good group of people, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt really, really grateful. And it was cool because I feel like so many of the people there were people who probably their paths wouldn't naturally cross. Yeah. And so unless we invited this specific group of people together you know Mm -hmm. and so it was kind of fun to see um people talking where i'm like wow before this weekend they did not know each other and now they're just like laughing so hard in the corner talking about i have no idea what but they look like they're having a great time yeah and um yeah i think it just made it really really special and it was pretty freaking awesome so, but i definitely came off of that like on a massive high where i was like Mm -hmm. life is amazing Everything is wonderful. I'm so grateful for every single person in my life. Agreed. That feeling has absolutely continued. I think, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one. I think you get like this too. But as you get closer to your birthday, you kind of just get a little introspective. Where mm-hmm. you're like, okay, what was the last year? What is my life? Yeah. Who is in it? And all of that. And so I think that um, having that experience so close to my birthday was kind of nice because as I'm just coming into my birthday, thinking about all these things, thinking about this last year and then having this amazing experience. And then yesterday just being showered, which is so much love from so many people mm-hmm. um, coming here today and being showered with love and all my presents from you. Um, <laughs> yeah. It just makes me feel even more grateful. Yeah. So kind of you on are a, very loved. Thank you. Kind of on a bit of an emotional high, which feels really, really nice. Good. Yeah, it's been a while since I feel like I really felt that as strongly as I do right now. So that feels really good. Mm, That's so nice. Yeah. Good. So in a nutshell, it's also just kind of how my heart is feeling. Okay. (laughs) So I don't need to ask. Yeah. Feels good. (laughs) Good. Filled with lots of gratitude. Good. Which feels really nice. Yeah. I'm so glad. Thanks. How about you? How's your heart feeling? Um, uh, it's feeling... Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, I kind of like weaned myself off of my medication. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone curious, I'm putting it all out there. I was on Zoloft, mm-hmm. 100 milligrams, my antidepressant. And so I was, I've been on that medication and that dosage for mm-hmm. like three years. And I was... After, like, kind of moving home and, like, I was feeling really, really good. Mm. Like, just, like, really good with my mental health. So I kind of weaned myself off of it. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting panic attacks. So mm-hmm. I was like, um. And, like, nothing was, like, causing the panic attacks. It was just, yeah. like, everyday life. So I was like, uh, I guess I should, like, probably get back on it. Mm-hmm. So I went back on it. And, and I'm sure a lot of you who are on antidepressants know that it can't, like, medicine ebbs and flows, like, Mm -hmm. like, a dosage that worked two years ago might not work for you now. You just have to, like, be in tune with your body. Um, So I got back on it, and I literally, this past week, I've, like, it's it's so weird to say it, but, like, I literally feel nothing. Mm. Like, I'm just, like, numb. 
Like I, I can't feel sad or happy. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like moseying on through life. Is that how you felt when you first started taking the medication? No, because when I first started taking the medication, I was like so low mm-hmm. that it was just and you know, like I just said, like two years ago, my body could have reacted differently to the medicine. Yeah. Um. So right now, I'm not like in the best place. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, Harold, who I spend every waking moment with, mm-hmm. has gotten, like, the brunt force of that. Yeah. Where every, like, hour he's like, you okay? And I'm like, I literally don't know because I don't have any feelings. Yeah. Like, that's so hard. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like that. But it's just, like, how my body is responding to getting back on my medication. So, a doctor's checkup is in order. Okay, good. That was going to be my question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, I also, like, started cutting my pills, like, in half. Oh, okay. Just so I can, like, maybe, like, 50, I don't know, am I allowed to even say this? Like, is is that allowed? I have I, no idea, I literally but we're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, like, completely us unfiltered. This is the exact conversation we would be having without the microphones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you're supposed to, like, cut your pills in half, but that's what I'm doing because I feel like it's, like, a, too high of a dosage for me yeah. right now. So, right now, don't hate me, <laughs> but that's what I'm doing because I feel like that's what is best for me right now. Honestly, that's probably exactly what I would be doing at the same time, you know, where right? it's, like, if it's if it feels like it's too much until you can get into the doctor's office yeah. to have that conversation I would, I would honestly be doing the same thing. I don't know if it's right or it's wrong, but I would I do, be doing I don't the know exact either. same thing. But I was like, I can't just like cut it cold turkey, but I also like, this is too high yeah. of a dosage. So um, I've been doing a lot of like disassociating with like true crime podcasts and maybe that's like not the best thing for me to do right now, <laughs> but that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Honestly, that sentence sounded like survival. <laughs> like you're just like, I'm just trying to like live and survive right now. And this is what's helping me. <laughs> like so dramatic, but I just want to feel something. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I feel like where you sit there and you like watch like the super shitty, horrible thing that's going to make you cry or make you angry. That way you can yeah. feel it. Yeah. So that's a very raw response as to how I'm feeling. So I don't know how this podcast episode is going to go because <laughs> I literally feel nothing. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> flips my hair back. <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that everything you just said, there's a there. I know I can relate to it. Not currently at this moment, but I've been there. Yeah. And so there is someone else who's listening who's like, either in it right now it was like oh i remember when i was there yeah you're not the only one you're not yeah. alone i know i know it feels like shit right now it does feel like shit right now yeah yeah but it's fine yeah and you know once you go to a doctor and you can like figure out the right dosage for you right now for what your body needs right now yeah exactly you know hopefully you'll be able to come out of the other side of this yeah yeah <sighs> thanks for being so honest yeah that was rough but it's okay. It's uncomfortable. But. I'm so glad we're recording now, though. I know. And I'm so glad you're in my presence. Oh, honey, I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. Today we're doing a topic episode. Yes, we are. I like kind of forgot our schedule that we were doing. I know. The past two weeks, every, every day that we record, Harold asked me in the morning, like, what are you doing today? What are you mm. recording today? And I'm like, I think we're still doing friendship. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Yep, our topic is friendship. Uh, let's be real. In true Christine fashion, and I, I'm a Virgo moon or rising or something like that, which I'm realizing is also like my attention to detail. Mm-hmm. I came up with a list of questions. Oh, of course you did. This conversation. Of course. <laughs> because we wanted to talk about friendship. And, well, we can literally just sit here and talk for an hour about how wonderful we think each other is. I mean, we could. We absolutely could. But you guys are here for a little bit more in-depth conversation, <laughs> not just a love fest, even though sometimes I feel like every episode is a love fest. Oh, man. Okay. So I don't have that many questions. Is that a new ring? Yes, it is. I My hands... Okay, guys. So I don't know if you remember from an older episode, but I went and I got all tatted up. 
Yeah, you as did. a bit of a birthday gift to myself. Um, so my hands are like, my hands are like, I'm a little obsessed with them right now because I got a whole bunch I'm of finger obsessed. tattoos. This is actually a ring that I bought to wear at Nico's wedding. Um, so and I wore pretty. it with my beautiful black dress, which makes it sound like I was at a funeral. I was not in mourning. I was on Nico's side and the guys were wearing black tuxedos. Yeah. So therefore I was wearing a black dress. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I bought myself this like, Twelve dollar. <laughs> it's so pretty, ring, but it's so pretty, and it's funny because I've I love it so much, and I've said that if I got engaged, like this is actually what I would want my ring to look like because I love it that much. It's got a bit of an antiquey feel. Anyway, okay. yes, I love it. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, and my tattoos came out great. I'm so They're happy with them. Amazing. I'm obsessed. I had my shirt off two minutes ago with showing Sarah and Harold in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not wearing a bra, but here we go, guys. <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> All right. Into our conversation of friendship, okay, which girl. honestly, guys, if you want to have this conversation with us, I'd love to know some of your answers. So who do you remember being your first friend? Oh, my God. Right. When you have to, like, think back. Um, I mean, I'm not going to think too far into this mm-hmm. because I feel like I could go back to, like, kindergarten. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, remember. my God. Wait. Okay. Okay. I think I have mine. Okay. Oh, my God. And this kid just friend requested me on Facebook. What? (laughs) Social media is so weird for that reason. These people who we naturally would have never seen again or spoken to again. I know. Are like, we can tell you what they do for a living now. It's so weird. I know. It's so weird. I hope he's not listening because that'd be so weird. (laughs) Um. His name was Michael Lefevre. I love that. Oh last God, name. should I like even give a last name? That's weird. Really weird. That's fine. It's funny because when you when I was thinking about my answer, I thought of her first and last name too. <laughs> <gasps> Maybe Harold can bleep that out. Okay. Um. So his name was Michael, and mm-hmm. I think we were in kindergarten class together, and I remember. Uh, his mom and my mom were mm. friends. Oh, okay. I think they were like class moms together. Oh, wow. So like class moms. I know That's a term I haven't heard in forever. I know <laughs> like all summer long, I would just go over to his house and I would hang out with him and his sister. And mm. I literally learned how to ride a bike at, in his oh. backyard. And I remember like slamming my head into a tree <laughs> my with, with a helmet. Don't okay, worry, guys. There we go. There Don't we worry. Go. Um, I can literally tell you nothing more than that, though. Still, what but, a sweet memory. But yeah, I just remember like learning to ride a bike mm-hmm. in his backyard. Wow! And his him his mom and my mom were like making lemonade for us. That is so cute. I think, unless this is just like a <laughs> a weird dream, <laughs> I have no idea. But. My mom will listen to this episode and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, I was never class mom. <laughs> um, I I love that you went that far back. I can't. I, I was. OK, so sorry. No, I was going to say my friend Erin, who yep. I'm, I'm in her wedding in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was like. Shit. She's going to yell at me when she listens to this episode. <laughs> I think it was fifth grade. No. Fourth. No. Fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, within the five years. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. But, but even that, like, having... That's such a long friendship. I know. From that far long... Wait. What am I trying to say? A from friendship that- from that long ago. Yeah. And to know that she's getting married in a few weeks and you're in her wedding. I know. That's so, so magical. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, the first, When I think of my first friend, the first person that pops into mind, her name was Amanda. So I used to live um, in this town called Union City in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like when I was super, super young, like I went to a few different schools. And then when I landed at um, St. Francis Academy, um. I, yeah, I really feel like Amanda was my first friend. We became like a little bit of a unit. It was like me, Amanda, Barbara, and then uh, this guy, Adrian. And like the four of us were always pretty much together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And when I think about it, I don't have like specific memories. Like I can't be like, yeah. oh, when we went to the roller rink, except now that as I say roller rink, I kind of remember us going to the roller rink. But like I can't I don't have like a specific thing, but I remember her being the first friend whose house I would hang out at. Yeah. Because my parents were and yeah, even until I was grown, like super strict and yeah. very, very protective. And so um, I couldn't just go to someone's house just for the sake of going to their house. Like they needed to know their parents. They needed to feel comfortable with them, like all of that. And I remember going to Amanda's house for the first time and being like, oh, my God, I'm at someone else's house. Like it was like <laughs> such a big deal up until then. The only other kids I had hung out with were my cousins, you know, because my parents were pretty protective and I was the oldest one. And so like getting to hang out with her was just like so freaking cool. Um, and yeah, we met, I think, like third grade um, is when I started going to that school. So, yeah, I would probably say Amanda. And I remember like she was this like teeny, tiny, petite thing. Mm-hmm. And I have always been big for my size, like tall just like bigger boned in general Mm -hmm. and Amanda was like always the tiniest person in the class and so it was like so cute like this little odd couple like you know um but she was sweet and she also had a younger brother who was kind of around Nico's age um and yeah I can't really remember like very specific details when I think of my first friend like she's the first person that pops into my head where I'm like so cute yeah and we were friends until I graduated eighth grade we ended up moving after well we moved before eighth grade, but like we moved and I totally lost touch with everybody. But we were friends all throughout elementary school that whole time. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It's wild when you think back. I know, all right. Now, how about high school? Who were you closest to in high school? Oh, well, Erin. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Did and you guys have classes together too? We, okay. Erin is like very, very smart. So she was like in all all like honors and AP classes I was not that (laughs) um but we did um we did make an effort to like try to get all the same like art classes together Mm. and like even gym class was I in gym class with her I feel like I was but maybe not um but we were definitely in like all the all the same art classes Mm -hmm. Um, and then like lunches too, but yeah, we were very, we were on very different, like, um, smart levels, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, we were still friends through and through, you I know what I mean? That. Yeah. And my friend, Anne, who mm. I unfortunately lost touch with, but I still, like, treasure our friendship throughout mm-hmm. high school because we were super, super close. Was she in some of your classes? Um, it was kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we all, like, did the same sports together. Oh. So, like, me and Aaron were, like, doubles partners in tennis, mm-hmm. um, which I treasure those memories more mm-hmm. than anything. Like, it's mm-hmm. such a good... Like, being on a team sport with one of your best friends yep. is so <laughs> much fun. Um, so, yeah. And we definitely, like, one of my fondest memories with both of them is I was the only one, like, between the three of us who had a car senior year. Mm. So we would, like, all pile in to my little Volkswagen Cabrio and put the roof down (laughs) and just, like, drive to the beach during the summer. And, like, I would sometimes pick them up in the morning and drive them to school. Mm -hmm. Like, same same thing with my top down. Like, (laughs) like blaring, like, indie pop. Like, so cool. (laughs) I love that so much. We all did that. I know. It was amazing so now that you bring that up as i was driving here there was someone who was driving a jeep i don't i never got a look at the driver so i don't know how old they were Mm -hmm. but they were driving a jeep and they were listening to the music so loud that as they drove by me my windows shook like that's how loud their car music was pretty loud and i was like fucking asshole right don't know why but i was just like are you fucking kidding me like that's ridiculous and then i instantly had a flashback to when i first had a car oh yeah and i would pull up everywhere with the music blaring blaring and like get out of the car 
and I'm going to use this reference because I just rewatched Twilight. Get out of the car. Like, I was Edward <laughs> Cullen, like, slow-mo, like, walking through the parking lot. Like, who the fuck did I think I was? Yep. Um, and so I know exactly what you mean. And instantly I thought I was like, maybe they're a grown-ass adult. But I'm like, also, maybe it's just, like, this kid who thinks he's so cool, you yep. know, like, driving around with his music super loud. We've all done that. Exactly. So, Or maybe they're deaf and they need to listen to it that loud. True. So you never know. Or maybe they're really going through some shit yeah just going through it yeah you never yeah. know so i'm so sorry red jeep that was driving on the parkway earlier for judging you at first now it's it's fine. i kind of get it <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there um when i think of high school so when i was a freshman in high school mm-hmm. i had moved and so i didn't know anyone going into school um i tried out for the volleyball team which had tryouts before school even started and at tryouts i became really good friends with this girl named kelly wait i didn't know you went to a new school in high school oh yeah yeah so wait we're even more connected than i thought because my parents got divorced when i was in seventh grade and i had to move to a new school in eighth grade oh wow (gasps) so we so we literally had to start over Yes, I had to start over for freshman year, not eighth grade. Well, but it's it's fucking hard. Yeah, it's really hard because when you don't know anyone, you're like, oh, my God, like, who the hell am I going to be friends with? That's such a stressful feeling. First of all, who am I going to be friends with is stressful as an adult. Like as a teenager, it adds so many extra feelings. Yep. Um, And it's really hard. And so I became friends with this girl named Kelly at volleyball tryouts. And we became attached at the hip like Mm -hmm. scary looking back on it like like i made no other friends basically yeah i was friendly with people but i really didn't make any other friends and then she ended up moving for sophomore year and so i was going into sophomore year realizing that i basically knew nobody and i went to an all-girl catholic high school so we did not our graduating class was 93 people like it was like it was not a big school at all Mm -hmm. um but i didn't know anyone and so I went in sophomore year. I feel like if anybody who's listening who knows me from high school, especially Mary Claire and Liz, um, <laughs> are like laughing right now because I just became a completely different person that sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I went into it like I will never feel that again. Like I will never feel like I don't have friends ever again. Mm-hmm. And so I went and I became friends with every like everyone I knew everyone. I knew who their boyfriends were. I knew who their girlfriends were. I knew what their drama was. I knew what their issues with their parents were. And not in like a nosy way. Like I straight up went in being like, I'm going to be friends with everyone. I'm always going to have someone to sit with at lunch. I'm never going to be alone. And that's exactly what I did. I had a ton of friends. I really, really did. Um, friendships that I were was really close with in high school that I'm no longer close to anymore that we lost touch after high school. But obviously the ones that I still carry with me and they're still in my life are Mary Claire and Liz. Like Mm -hmm. Mary Claire is my oldest friend, um, which is also a little bit of a play on words because she's technically like a year older than us. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've known her since I was 14, 13, 14, sophomore year high school. And I think we actually met freshman year, but I don't, we weren't friends. Um, And yeah, when I think about it, I'm like, holy crap, she's seen me through literally everything and i knew liz then but liz didn't like me um i know you're (laughs) listening and you know it's true um (laughs) liz didn't like me because i was friendly um and i was like overly friendly and it could come across as incredibly fake Mm -hmm. and inauthentic and that was just like not her jam whatsoever and her and i didn't get close until actually her and i didn't get really close until we were already in college but uh we really started to become friends closer to like junior year um so yeah when i think back on high school i i it was such a small graduating class plus i also have the shittiest memory so a lot of the times mary claire <laughs> and liz will bring up people and they'll be like oh my god do you remember so and so and i'm like oh nope that is what i always i always and they laugh because i ended up being voted friendliest in our yearbook because i was friends with everybody and it was like a no-brainer that i was gonna get fucking friendliest and now anytime they mention anyone my answer is always who who i'm like i don't i and or, or i'm straight up like i don't know who that person is and they're like they sat next to you in homeroom i'm like i don't remember who they are i'm sorry um but when i think about high school like i getting to come out of it with mary claire and liz like 
that is so awesome. Like I, it just makes me so happy and so grateful because they have seen every single stage of who I am. Like we've talked about this mm-hmm. with us. Like we've both changed so much since we first met mm-hmm. and that's been a decade you know and mm-hmm. so these other two women who i've known for 20 years already like it's wild when i think about the crushes that they saw me have and yep. getting grounded and like dealing with my parents and dropping out of college like all that stuff it's so wild like when you think of you and aaron like you guys knew each other from fifth grade like and now it's Sarah ago you know, know? It's so wild when you think about the long-term or, yeah, long-term friendships that you end up having. Yeah. They really see it all. They really do. Wow. It's so crazy. I love that. Okay. Next question. Okay. I'm ready. Have you ever experienced a friendship breakup? What do you feel is the worst part? Hmm. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Not, not necessarily a breakup. Maybe mm. more of just like a fading apart. Yeah. Also sad. Well, no, maybe. I, well. Oh, God. I'd never want to like formally break up with a mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. Ugh. But did I? <laughs> Looking I'm tra- back at I'm it. trying to. Maybe I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just like. Just even, like, the small memories that you have together. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, that was so much fun. Oh, wait, this person isn't in my life anymore. It's it's just it's like sad. a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things that I think until you've experienced it, you don't realize, like, just how sad it is. Yeah. Um, Because there are plenty of people who have never had, who have had friendships just, like, fizzle out. And everybody experiences that. And th- that also has a level of sadness to it. Yeah. Um. But when a friendship actually ends where, you know, like, okay, this person is now out of my life for whatever reason, it's it's sad. It is a breakup. You know, it's this person who was a part of your life who now isn't. And yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I instantly think of two friendships that I like. It was like an ending. Like I have friendships that have obviously fizzled out. Um over time over just moving over switching jobs things like that um one friendship i talked about on our like second episode um a really long time ago and that was like a that was a brutal breakup um it was not my decision but i obviously had to like respect it and go along with it and yeah um that was really really hard and there was one other friendship that i had that i had had for actually a really long time and that person and I know you'll totally understand this because you have a similar sensitivity to it. That person was just incredibly negative. Mm-hmm. And um, I still look back on it and I'm like, wow, I really did that. But I straight up said to them, I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't have you in my life anymore. Like, yeah. it's just, it's too much. Um, and even that, like in that situation where I made the decision, like there's still times where that person like pops into my head and I'm like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not enough to pick up the phone, to be completely honest. But yeah, exactly. Um, you know, there's definitely those moments. And then there's the friendships that just kind of fizzle out. Like, yeah. You can still miss them. Yeah. You know, you can want to pick up the phone, not and still miss them. Like, it's right. all OK. Right. But it is tough. And I think be, like also we've moved you and I yeah. like to different places. And so like, that's also hard to like trying to establish friendships and continue them. And that's really hard where you're like, oh, I still love that person so much, but I don't talk to them as much as I thought I was going to. Right. So that's also really tough to kind of navigate where it's like, no, the love is still there. Yeah. Um, exactly. That hasn't gone away, but my yeah. days are busy and my time is filled and you know, right. It's always just like a weird thing to kind of navigate, but yeah, I think we've all kind of gone through that. Yeah. Do you have any long distance friendships? Um, no, we did. We did. That's instantly what I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I just referenced that earlier where. So when I was living in Montana and Sarah was living in Texas, mm-hmm. she I placed an order through Daisy Nate. I don't know if I placed an order through Daisy Nate's or you just like sent me Daisy Nate's things. Mm-hmm. It was one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were these postcards that you used to send out 
that were blank on the back. Now yeah. they have a coupon code. Um, <laughs> like before, they were blank on the back. And you, you would use them to like write a little note to someone or if it was like someone you knew like me. Yeah. And so she drew on the back two stick figure queens. <laughs> like they have crowns. And there was like a heart connected between the two of them. And it said like all the states in between us. Um, and then I framed it and I've hung it up. I've had it hanging ever since. And I literally just an hour ago was like, I got to take that down. Like <laughs> you've been living in the, in the same state for like three years now at this point. Um, but long distance, oh, sorry. Long distance friendships are hard too. They're super hard too because you, oh, it's going to sound so bad, but you literally like need to make an effort. Yes. Like, I know it's, exactly. it's not like. <laughs> You can. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh my god, I hate myself. No, I but, was so with you. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> you literally need to pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. You need to uh, schedule like a FaceTime date. Yeah. You need to. I mean, when we were like long distance friends, we would spend like three hours on the phone just catching up yeah like it's like you you gotta like carve time out for that person who you're you're not actually gonna see in, uh, yeah in the flesh yeah um but that is like the most beautiful part i think i think so too it's it is hard you're absolutely right like um like i think of jill who's in california we have a three hour time difference right mm-hmm. now okay guys i'm not gonna do it because obviously it's invasion of privacy but Jill, honey, I know you're listening. Um, she sent me an audio message. So on Fridays, we usually have a phone date because same thing. We end up talking for a really long time. Yeah. And on Fridays, I'm off from work. So it's easy for us to schedule a phone date then. She sent me an audio message like two hours before I came here. That was like, hey, OK, so tomorrow for our phone date, I'm going to the gym. This is a three hour time difference. She's like, so I'm getting up around like six, which is like nine o'clock your time. And then I'm going to try to get to the gym for eight, which is like what? Eleven o'clock your time. But then I have lunch with so and so. So like four o'clock my <laughs> time, which is like what? Seven o'clock your time is probably when I'll be free. Do you think you want to call me then? Maybe we should just try for Saturday. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. And those are so and so there are days where it's like, girl, I'm free. We're both free the whole day. So just call me whenever you're up. But then there are days like that where you're just like, okay, wait, hold on. When are you free? When am I free? Okay, wait, but I'm only free for an hour. Oh, you only have 20 minutes though. Should we try to do it? Should we just wait for next week? Yes. (laughs) It is figuring out a schedule. And we definitely experienced that because we would be on the phone for like hours. Yeah. Well, I uh, like more power to you and Jill for just like (laughs) keep being best friends like through like a huge time difference too Mm -hmm. it's so crazy we used to laugh because so when i was living in montana she was living here in new jersey and so we had a two-hour time difference Mm -hmm. and then from montana wait no i then moved to texas so then we had a one hour time difference but then she moved to California, so we had a two-hour time difference. And then I moved back to New Jersey, so now we have a three-hour. So it's like every time one of us has moved, we're like, wait, what's the time difference now? Yeah. Um, but it, it it is hard. And it does – you really touched upon it. It's really, really special because it's so something too. so easy to let go of. Yeah. It's so easy to just say, I don't have the time. It's too hard to figure a, a moment for us to get together. Yeah. Um, and – to, to really kind of carve out that time really feels like something special. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not easy. No. Yeah. Sometimes it's really hard um, where you're like, oh, I'm tired, but this is the only time that they can talk or anything like that. Um, I always think of, and you're the one who referenced this to me before I ever saw the show, the Parks and Rec episode. Mm-hmm. when um leslie's talking to ben and she's like ann and i have a phone date and she's like and i'm trying to figure out should we talk about i don't remember the first one she's like or should we talk about sandra bullock's bangs something like that like it was like <laughs> and he was like you could talk to me about this stuff and she's like no i can't i can't i need to talk to her and she had like a full presentation of all the things to have to like talk to ann about when yeah. they finally had their phone date because it had been so long. Yeah. Um, and that's like the perfect representation of a long it distance really friendship right there. Yeah. Yeah. So if any of you guys are in a long distance friendship, we fucking feel it. Yeah, we do. We've been there. You're doing great. Yeah. Your bestie knows it. Yes. You love them. Yes. But then I think about when I was living in Montana and you came to visit. Oh my God. Or then like when so I came to Austin awesome. and yeah. then I moved 
to Austin three weeks later. Um, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, <with> that. <laughs> it just ended up being like such a magical time where you got to like experience um, this time in, in this city. I think about that with being in Montana, like, um, or even when I lived in Austin, like anyone who took that effort to come and spend time with me there and experience what my life would, like was there. N- no shade to anyone who wasn't able to. Um, yeah. But you know, like Erin came to Austin, you know, mm-hmm. and like just seeing what your life is like out there for her to be able it's to come out so there and experience. special. It really is. Yeah. Because it's really easy to not do that too. <laughs> yeah. And be like, all right, well, whenever you come back home, I'll see you then. Yeah. And so anyone who gets on a plane to go see you wherever you are, it's really, really, really special. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one right there. Yeah. Um, do you feel like it's easy to make friendships? No. Um, I'm also not an extrovert. So Mm. like, especially in your adult life, yeah. especially when you are a small business owner and you don't have a job. Mm -hmm. Um, so most people meet their friends. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like when, yeah, when you're working on your own and I mean, I got all my peeps right now. Mm-hmm. And Feels then good. I'm like, I don't really need other people in yeah. my life. Yeah. That sounds bitchy, but I really don't. But also it sounds like your life is full. It is full. Yeah. It is very full. Yeah. I have no complaints. Yeah. Um. I, I don't think making friends in your adult life is easy. Mm-hmm. When you're a kid and a teenager, if you're in school... I think it's very easy because yeah. you're like a- around all these people all the mm-hmm. time doing sports, going to parties, doing in classes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in your adult life, it's like a whole <laughs> other it's it's a literal like hobby. Yeah, it's it's like dating. Yes. Where you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I have to I have to actively search for someone where our shit's going to yeah. kind of line up. Yeah. That we can hopefully see that this thing's going to work out. Yeah. I remember when I first moved to Austin, that was when Bumble rolled out like their friends, mm. Bumble friends, mm-hmm. like app, part of their app. And I downloaded it and I had so many panic attacks. <laughs> Just like. Because it literally is dating. Like, yeah. I'm literally on a dating app trying to find friends. Yeah. It's so crazy. I know. And then, but when I do find a new friend, I'm like, wow, this is so nice. This is so magical. <laughs> like, so our paths just crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so weird, though. I, I completely agree. I feel like I make acquaintances really fast. Yeah, of course. Like, I end up meeting someone. I'm like, hey, you're cool. I'm cool. Whatever. Like, and it's usually, it's almost always Um, work-based. I feel like I've always worked in really social environments. Mm -hmm. So it was really easy to make all of these acquaintances. But um, to, like, really let someone in and become friends. Yeah. That's definitely not easy. Um, Yeah. And it's, it's, it's hard to be able to do that. And I think that, hmm. As we get older, we are becoming more... Okay, this is a twofer. We're becoming more comfortable in our skin mm-hmm. and more comfortable with the people we want to surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a little bit easier to weed people out and be yeah. like, you know what? Mm, that thing you said earlier, well, that doesn't really sit well with me. And right. guess what? We're not in classes together. We're, we don't work together. So I right. don't have to hang out with you because it's, I'm realizing that... Maybe your beliefs don't line up and your values don't line up with mine. Um, And the other thing with that is that, like, I know for myself and, like, you were just saying, like, our lives feel really, really full. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, it's like, I don't really feel the need to go out and, like, search for new friends. Yeah. Um, But I also know that there's people out there who want that. Um, Yeah. And it's hard. Like... Just want to make sure you you feel heard right now because that shit's hard. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, so many things that you end up becoming friends with someone. It's it's over something, whether it's because you work together, because you right. go to school together, all these different things. And so to just go into an environment hoping to make a friend, right? Even just saying that sentence like made my booty hole clench. Up. I know. I was like, oh, that's vulnerable. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, holy crap. <laughs> um, yeah. I, when me and Harold moved to Austin, I think we were both having that mm. difficulty because Harold is very social. Very, yes. very social. And for him to move somewhere where he, he doesn't have any friends um, was really difficult. And I would be like, Harold has a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. Books, comics, video games, movies, TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a lot of comic book shops in Austin. And I would be like, just go to a comic book shop and like talk to somebody. But now that I think back <laughs> of, on me saying that, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, that's so random. That's mm-hmm. so difficult to do. So I... I would get like so annoyed that he wasn't like going out of his way, but like, like complaining that he <laughs> yeah. that he wasn't like making friends. But now I'm like, that's so difficult mm-hmm. to just like not have like a um like the same thing that you're at like every single day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then trying to make that a new friendship work. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of the times your friendships start talking about the thing that brings you together and then you start testing the waters with other things. <laughs> so like, you know, you like us, like we would work together and then I'd be like, so what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. You know, like, oh, that sounds like fun. Like, what are you doing this weekend? And before you know it, you're not just talking about the one thing that has you guys connected. And over time, maybe you end up becoming more open. You become more vulnerable. You talk about more and more of your life. And before you know it, it's like a full blown friendship. But yeah, you're so right to to just meet someone at a bookstore because you happen to like books and then be like, so what issues are you trying to work through in therapy? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like try to like get into this like deeper conversation. It's like also like, what's your last name? Like, it's yeah. so hard. It's so hard. It's funny when you were saying that you were telling Harold to do that because Nico just the other day, I don't even know how we got into the conversation about me being single. And he was like, you know what you should just do? And I was like, this is going to be good. Oh, God. Because you know what every single person wants is a married person being like, you know what you should do? Yep. Um, I'm sure. And uh, he's like, you should just go to a coffee shop. And he's like, and just like sit there. That was literally me t- five years ago. I would never <laughs> tell you to do that now. <laughs> I think five years ago, I might have told Probably. you to do that. And I remember, and I started, like, busting his chops because <sighs> I was like, and he's like, you know, you, like, never know, like, what conversation. He's like, you know, you're, like, reading a book, maybe somebody. And I'm like, honey, uh-uh. you're turning this into a Lifetime Hallmark <laughs> movie. Like, someone's going to come in. They're re- oh, because he straight up was like, maybe they're reading the same book. And I was like, what? I can't. <laughs> no. I was like, Nico, turn off the Hallmark channel. <laughs> I think, I think I've listened to, like, 15 episodes of true crime right? podcast within the past 24 hours please don't do that I know. <laughs> please don't do that because they're a murderer well i told you that after i watched criminal minds i was like cool so everyone's trying to kill me okay yeah. great like 15 seasons of criminal minds and like every dating app that was ever on that show ended up in murder and i'm like no nah, i'm good i'm oh, good i don't care go. that it's fake i'm good so but pure i think that we all have that thought we're like oh just go and do this Exactly. It's it's so not that simple. What is this? An 80s sitcom? Exactly. No. (laughs) No. Oh, man. Anyways. Okay. Have you ever made any friends over the internet? Yes. it's It's a new time because I feel like this is pretty popular for a lot of people. Yeah. So, yeah. I think so, too. Um, yeah. I mean, not, I, I mean, I guess i've met a few of them in real Mm -hmm. life but honestly like the the closest like internet friends i have Mm -hmm. i've never met i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing it's neutral yeah it's neutral yeah it doesn't um but yeah Mm -hmm. i love my internet friends i love my instagram friends isn't it hilarious how like I there's that meme that went around for a long time where it's like no one else will ever hype you up the way your inner Instagram friends who you've never met in real life will. So true. And that is so freaking true. Um I feel like I've actually met a lot of and a lot makes me sound like three dozen. Um, but like I met Tyler and Sarah through Instagram. Um and like mm-hmm. Shannon and Michelle. 
yeah who were photographers based out of pennsylvania who flew to austin did a photo shoot with us and the four of us instantly like hit it off and got along um and now i feel like shannon and i message each other like every other day on instagram like we and it's so funny because we're always like oh my god we're gonna hang out we're gonna hang out like all of a sudden she lives in pennsylvania so it's, it's not like I'll just see you in an hour, like that kind of thing. But anyway, we keep saying like, oh, we're going to hang out and we're going to do all this stuff. But even though we don't, like we still end up talking like at least every other day, like just through Instagram. Totally. Um, and she's always posting these like funny stories and I'm like commenting or like she's like the she's so fucking beautiful. I can't even handle it. So I feel like every day I'm like, stop, you're gorgeous. Oh, my God, I can't. And she is like the most gorgeous, natural silver hair. Yeah, I can talk about Shannon for forever. Um, but those internet friends are fucking amazing sometimes. And now my Instagram friends are turning into my TikTok friends. So oh I get to God. like send them TikToks all the time. And I'm like, this is bringing us closer than mm-hmm. ever before. <laughs> like you I literally see into my soul now. And it's kind of funny because a lot of people I know through Instagram are not in the state. And mm-hmm. so therefore they're like, uh, like I think of this woman, Stacy, that I know where she's like, next time you're in Nashville. And I'm like, I, uh, I don't know when I'm ever going to be in Nashville. <laughs> but like now I know when I am, I'm coming to see you. Yeah. And she's like, I want to do a photo shoot. And I'm like, yeah, if I go to Nashville, you're absolutely right. I will be DMing you. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of fun. Actually, I did meet a lot of people when Tyler and Sarah did their online Chasers of the Light course. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Miracle in the Mundane. I don't, anyway, when they did one of their online courses, I met a lot of people through that. Um, and it was pretty freaking cool. And then, like, one of them, Jennifer, I ended up staying at her house. Me and Nico stayed with her for a night on our road trip. Like, That's when we so went. Cool. So it, it's wild because I think I know there's a saying that was going around for a while, and I'm going to butcher it, but it was like our parents were always warning us about the people on the internet, but like, they ended up being some of our closest friends, you know? And mm-hmm. it's so true and it's so fun. Especially TikTok lately. I, know. I don't know. I feel like I, we, anybody that we follow on TikTok, we know them for real. I love internet friends. Yeah. Okay. How do you maintain good friendships? Mm. I feel like we kind of, or for me, we touched upon it earlier with the long distance friendships. Yeah. Which is just like making that effort. I think so too. Yeah. And sometimes I... Like, especially with Aaron, mm-hmm. like, I get so caught up in, like, my own bullshit that mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck. I, like, haven't talked to her in so mm-hmm. long. And I think just being, like, like, you don't have to, I mean, I, like, kick myself when I'm down, like, mm-hmm. just, like, shitting on myself for not reaching out to her mm-hmm. for, like, a few months. Um, but I think just making an effort, yeah. like even though our lives are so busy, just make an effort to just text them and be like, thinking of you, oh, like not the best text. Yeah. Like not, it doesn't have to be a full blown. How are you? What's mm-hmm. up? Tell me about your life. Just thinking about you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but for, I feel like that way for like our friendship too Mm -hmm. yeah just checking in and being present and being good listener yeah i'm absolutely with you yeah i think the um the thoughtful texts go so far yeah and it's funny because sometimes i think we tell ourselves that's not enough and i'm like yeah but also at a in a moment it can be you know like i i find that to be so much more meaningful more than like what i just said like Mm. how are you like tell me what's up like you know what i mean yeah i think that sometimes you know when someone wants to check in and they're like how are you tell me about your life but you can tell they have three minutes to talk to you yeah and then you're like i don't feel comfortable like rap i don't feel like this is going to be a real conversation i don't feel like i need to rush through what my life has been like just so you feel like you know it and vice versa i'd rather just get yeah. the text of them being <laughs> like because I, w- I would assume that anyone who's sending me a thinking of you text they don't have the opportunity to have a full-blown conversation right you know so that just that thought of knowing you were in someone else's thoughts yeah like the hey i'm thinking of you i hope you're having a great day 
I hope you know I love you. I hope I get to see you soon. Whatever that case is. Totally, yeah. Um, is such a simple, beautiful way. Yeah. To be a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. I love those messages. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, how do you feel like your difference, your friendships now are different from when you were younger? Oh my gosh, they're they're more layered. Mm. Uh, yes, that is the most beautiful answer. Yes. Yeah, I just when like even when we were talking about, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Just <laughs> but high school got brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you're friends with these people because you see them every day, mm-hmm. not necessarily because you even get along yeah oh my god that's so true yes (laughs) and but now it's just like no i've i've seen all of my close friends now Mm -hmm. at every stage yeah and that makes it more meaningful Mm -hmm. like no i'm like here to stick around for you yeah and you're here to stick around for me so yeah, I th- I feel like when I was younger, I was like, so one layer. Mm-hmm. Like we have this in common, and we oh shit, we have I just turned the light off. Ooh. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> um, we have sports in common. We have a class in common. Yeah, but it, there was never more any more depth than that. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect answer. That's, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, it was really beautiful how you said how you've seen every part of the people that are in your lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's none of that plural is right. How you've seen <laughs> all did. the layers to the people in your life. Yeah. And how they've seen yours too. Mm-hmm. And you're you're so right at a younger age. I and not to say that it's impossible, but at a younger oh, age, yeah. I don't know if any of us were really ready to oh, yeah see that in someone else and share that side of ourselves as well and now at this point in our lives um yeah our brains weren't even fully formed yet like i don't think i was able to Mm -hmm. share (laughs) everything about myself yeah to someone yeah that's so true yeah friendships do really get better with age they really do i love that um well we touched upon what's the longest friendship you had which is Aaron. Yes. Our, who is, I'm just going to say it in some microphone because everybody needs to know. Aaron is so ridiculously beautiful. We talk about this every single time. <laughs> every time we talk about her, we're just like, Ugh. she's so pretty. It's ridiculous. Ugh. And she's smart and a hard worker. Like, she's amazing. <laughs> she's so freaking wonderful. She got teacher of the year in Philly. Like, <laughs> come on. She's amazing. She's also going to be the most beautiful bride. I, I cannot wait to see those pictures. My beautiful little redhead. Um, what do you feel makes friends different from family? <gasps> oh wow! Maybe we can end it on that one. I feel like that's a that's okay a good one. I know we've been going for a little bit. Oh my god, my first answer. Mm-hmm. <gasps> my first thought was, you can talk about your family to them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> girl how many times do i talk about my family and you're like that is so them because you like know them at this point (laughs) Uh, yeah i guess like okay okay um i feel like you Mm -hmm. know me first before Mm -hmm. my family yeah so you will always have my back mm-hmm. and it's non-bias. Girl, you were like hitting them out of the park today. <laughs> I cannot handle you right now. Yes, continue. I'm so sorry. Yes, keep going. <laughs> I don't know how that's happening because I don't have a thought in my mind no, right I now. Oh, I love it. I love it so but, much. But yeah, you're like I met you before I met all the Figueroa's. Mm-hmm. So I will always be on your side. I will I will be not biased mm-hmm. to anything that you say. And I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. And 
you're like my chosen family. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Like we're like family, but not, oh, yeah. not like family. Um, sometimes I think we're more family than actual family members. I have. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. think. So one of the things I think about is like for anybody who's listening who might not know, I have a huge family. And the way that I was brought up, it was like, your family is everything. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's your be all end all. That's how you identify as yourself. Like your identity is wrapped up in these 40 other people and you guys are all wrapped up together. There's something beautiful in that. There is. There's something that has really pure intention, pure intentions in that. Yeah. But ultimately at the end of the day, you've got completely different people all wrapped up in this family environment which makes it interesting at times but other times toxic and frustrating (laughs) um and so my point being is that you end up having at times people that you love who you don't always like Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. love them they're your family they're your cousin they're your aunt your uncle your grandmother whatever and you know you love them and there's nothing you wouldn't do for them at times because that can also be toxic but at the end of the day maybe you don't always like them and then when i think of my friends who i consider family I like them so much. Of course I love them. Yeah. But I'm like, those are the people that I want to spend all my time with. I don't get tired of them. Like, I don't ever sit there and go, oh, I have to see them again. There are plenty of people I've thought that that I'm blood related to, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when I think of that big difference is I'm always I always think like they always show up. My friends. This is what I'm thinking of. My friends that I consider family. They always show up. They love me unconditionally. Yeah. They don't expect me to be anything but myself. And like what you were saying earlier, they've seen all the different sides of me and they're still here. Yeah. And that's so beautiful. It's like when I think of family, with when it comes to family, family is so quick to be like, you got an attitude right now and you need to change it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or like family's so quick to be like, that's what you're wearing or yeah. whatever. And your friends. Just because they feel so comfortable, but your friends, I feel like they love you exactly for who you are Mm -hmm. without the the judgment that comes with being in a family. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I instantly just thought of my flyaways. Whenever you're like, girl, your hair right now is ridiculous. But you're like giggling with me. Like I like that's the perfect example of like a family member would either like point and laugh and be like, that's ridiculous or be like, go fix your hair. But yeah. instantly you're like, stop. How, I'm going to take a picture so you can see what you look like right now. And then we're like giggling about it together. It's such a simple example. But yeah. like, you know, and so I think that um there, there is something to be said for family love. Yeah. But also when it comes to love amongst friendships that feel like family, it's so pure. I know. It, it's so beautiful. And I and I love it. No, I cherish it forever. Yeah. It's so, it's so beautiful. It's like mm-hmm. so full of love. Mm-hmm. On both sides, like family members. Oh, but yeah. Also friends. Well, on the flip side of that. There's very few things better than when your family is your friends. Oh, totally. You know, so it's like when you look at a parent, a sibling, a cousin, whatever the case is, an aunt or an uncle, as one of your best friends, like that is just the most amazing feeling. That is amazing, When I sit there and I think of my cousins who I would just, I would do anything for, um... The ones that are still in my life. Full disclosure, there are some who are no longer in my life. Yeah. Um, because also that is another possibility for families. There are family members that it just doesn't work, you know, and it's actually better if you aren't in each other's lives. But right. when I think of the cousins that are in my life, like I would do anything for them. Mm-hmm. They're so much fun. I love yeah. hanging out with them. And that's a really freaking cool feeling. And mm-hmm. I think that there are very specific feelings you feel like you should have with family members and feelings that you should have with friends and so when family feels like friends and when friends feel like family that beautiful blending is just such an amazing feeling um and another really cool feeling that i am so insanely blessed i have been able to experience is when this is going to be like a mouthful my friends that feel like family become friends with my family Oh, like does yeah. that make sense? This yeah. is a lot of the same words, but like yeah. 
the easiest example is you. You are technically my friend, but you have felt like my family for a decade now. Yeah. Watching you become friends with my family over the last decade, it, it, it like it just makes me so insanely happy. Yeah. Um, I think of Liz and I think of Jill. like Liz literally watched Nico grow up. Mary Claire literally watched Nico grow up. Yeah. Nico used to have in his locker hanging up a picture of Mary Claire, Liz and our friend Nicole like in their cheerleader shorts. You remember those Sophie shorts that everyone wore for a while? They're like bent over. So their butts are showing. But on their shorts, it says like, we heart Nico. And that's what he had oh hanging God. in his lockers. So like those women have watched him grow up. Um, and so that's the perfect example. Like I think of Nico and Jess's wedding, you know, and, and it's like the people that were technically like my family, my chosen family there because they love my brother as much as they do. It's just like, yeah. That's a really, really cool feeling. Yeah. Um, when that gets the blood. Like seeing yeah, any of that. Um, um Yeah. It's a good feeling. I love friendship. I Woo! Know. Yay for friendship. I know. <laughs> I love that. Hopefully hearing us talk about this made you guys think of some of your friends. Yeah. Past and present. Yeah, definitely. And because those are beautiful too. Past Absolutely. Past friendships are also beautiful. One of my favorite sayings is it doesn't have to last forever for it to be magical. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I feel about relationships in general, but especially friendships, because there are so many friends who I've lost touch with, but I still love them. I still send them so much love. And mm-hmm. so honestly, guys, if you're if you heard any of these questions and thought like, oh, my God, I haven't thought about so and so in so long. Don't feel like you need to call them if you don't want to call them. No. But also, like, send them some love and some good vibes. Yeah. Or maybe just text someone in your life tomorrow and let them know you're thinking about them. Because I'm sure that would feel so nice for them to hear. Yeah. Totally. And know that at the very least, you're our friends. Yes, you are. You're part of our group now. Yes. (laughs) Whether you like it or not. You're stuck with us in your ear holes. (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, if you guys want to reach us, just say hi. Um, if you have any questions for us that you want us to add to the mason jar, you can email us at Magic Seeker. Wait. The Magic Seeker Society. Jesus Christ. I can never get this right. I got your back, girl. The Magic Seeker Society at Mm gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at the Magic Seeker Society. Follow us on Twitter at Magic Seekers. And you can use code MAGICSEEKERS at daisynatives.com for 20% off. Mm-hmm. Do a little shopping. Do a little shopping. Also, uh, if it's also your birthday month, I highly recommend spoiling yourself this month. I've never done this really before. Um, I feel like Sarah has seen a whole new side of me. Girl. Because I've been shopping so much. And normally, I'm not that person. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not. this month, I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday i turned 35 it's my birthday and i'm just spoiling myself good so for you i'm proud of you i hope that uh you guys spo- find some way to spoil yourself soon yes definitely all right we love you we love you so much talk to you in your ear holes next week yes we will be back we're doing mason jar next week yeah we are god it's been forever oh we hope you'll check in next week yeah right. bye guys bye